you're listening to Recap.fm's coverage of the Disney Plus series, The Mandalorian. I'm Seal. I'm JD. Let's talk about Chapter 5, The Gunslinger. Definitely getting a uh, have gun will travel vibe off of this one. Mm-hmm. He's very paladin esque, uh, rolling up in this one, solving people's problems. And the thing about this one, I mean, Moss Eisley, Tatooine, so cool. Yeah. So there's a there's something at the end that we got to talk about, but we we have a whole episode to talk about before that. Yes. So at the beginning of the episode, he's being chased by another bounty hunter. Mm-hmm. Who's firing at his ship and you know is damaging his ship? It appears that the Mandalorian ship isn't the most nimble. No, which we could tell by the shape and size. Yeah, I mean that thing's meant for hauling stuff from A to B. Really? Yeah, it's not really meant to be, you know, a fighter no. or, or anything. A stealthy ship. It's not a combat aircraft, which is fine. That's not what he uses it for. So they they told us the name of. The, well, they didn't tell us in the show, but it's called the Razor Crest. Did you know that that was the name of the ship? I didn't know that. Yeah, the Razor Crest. Okay, cool. So the the pursuing bounty hunter is like, I can bring you in warm or cold. And this pisses the Mandalorian off to the point well, where, yeah. I mean, he pulls a top gun, slams on the brake. And they flew right past. And he fly right past. And then he shoots him. And he's like, that's my line. Yeah. Total... Total cheese, but you know what? I loved it. A lot of this episode is total cheese. And I loved it. So when he lands, the droids come straight out to repair his ship, and he gets all pissy and shoots at him. And then the- But where does he land? Let's let's mention that. Okay, where does he land? Most Isley Spaceport. That's right. What? Yes. You will never find a more wretched hive of scum- and villainry. We must be cautious. So he lands, and when the droids come, he gets all pissy. He's like, yo, don't do that. I don't want any droids touching my ship. And the repair lady, Pelly, Pelly's like, it'd be a little difficult without droids. I gotta do all this myself. That's fine. It's gonna cost you. I got 500 credits. That's not very much. Imperial credits. Yeah. Which don't spend as well anymore. Yeah, especially that, in the outer rim. No, yeah, now there's no empire. Yeah, and he's like, I'll get the money. So he goes to the cantina, orders some blue milk, because what else would you order there? He doesn't actually, but no. I wish he would have. That would have been awesome. And uh, he's like, yo, I'm looking for work. Well, the guild doesn't uh, work out here anymore. Cool, that's fine. I don't need the guild. I still need work. Well, no. There ain't no, nothing. No work for you. Except there happens to be a fellow bounty hunter there named... The worst name, no, I'm sure. Toro Calican. Mm-hmm. It's like if I could come up with a Star Wars name, like a fan fiction novel from Star Wars about like a Star Wars character that nobody knows. Toro Calican is pretty much what I would pick. Yeah, it's very fan fictiony, but it's fine. It's fine. Um, he's he's on his first mission to get into the guild, and he wants some help from the Mandalorian. But the Mandal- he tells the Mandalorian what his quarry is, and he's after Finnick Shand, a mercenary, an assassin, someone who's worked with all of the big crime outfits, including the Huts, 
and yep. people have gone after her before, and she's alive, and they're all dead. Yeah. So the Mandalorian's like, yeah, no, we're not doing that. That's ridiculous. Yeah, this, she's like elite level. If you go after her, you are going to die, son. Mm-hmm. I, he's like, I don't want anything to do with it. And so eventually Toro's like, okay, you can have all the money. That's fine. I just want to get into the guild. So you can have all the money if you help me do this. And the Mandalorian's like, you know, I do need credits. Mm-hmm. That's fine. We'll give it a shot. Show up at my hangar in an hour with two speeders and give me the fob. Okay. Cool. And he smashes the fob. Yeah. And he's uh, like, that's cool, man. I got it all memorized. That's good. You need it's to like, have it memorized. You're stuck with me now. Yeah. Oh, God. We're a team. Partner. Partner. So Pelly, meanwhile, has come across um, Baby Yoda. And the way she does is she's like gambling. They're betting like nuts and bolts and screws and ship parts. And they hear these weird noises and they think something terrifying is going to walk out of the ship. And it's just Baby Yoda. Mm-hmm. He got out of his little crib. Just sauntering out. And he was locked like, in his room. Yeah. And because, you know, he ain't going to get out. No. No. He, he used the force. He used the force on that door. Yeah. And he got out. And when he gets out, she picks him up. And she's like, okay, here's what's going to happen. I'm going to watch you. And I'm going to charge extra mm-hmm. because of my time. Well, wouldn't that mean that's fair? Mm-hmm. So uh, Toro shows up and they take off on speeder bikes across the dune sea. Well, it's important to note that he shows up and Baby Yoda's out there too. Yeah. He and sees I would have been like, hey, this kid don't leave the hangar. Yeah. But no, he's just standing out there in the middle of the street yeah, for everybody to see. Yeah. Carl, stay in the house. Stay in the house, Carl. Yeah, Coral did not stay in the house. No. No, he never does. Never. Little bitch. Yeah. So they're riding across the dune sea, and they run into some Tuscan raiders. And I, you never think of the Tuscan raiders as intelligent beings or intelligent creatures, but the Mandalorian negotiates with them. with his, And I don't know how he knows their little sign language. But he does. But he does. It's like how the dude in episode one knew the Jawa's language. They're able to negotiate barter safe patches, safe passage in exchange for the new binoculars, which are awesome. Mm-hmm. And that's what Toro says. These are brand new. Cool. Great. They were. They're not yours anymore, so don't worry about it. But now we're able to go. So let's go. So they come across a dewback and... Dragging a dead guy. I'd rather have been a bantha, but whatever. Dewback is fine. And this dragon, a dead guy, and they get up there and they find out that it's got Phoenix fob on it. Oh, so she knows she's she's laid a trap for them. Oh yeah, and luckily he's got on the Beskar steel armor because at that range the bullets cannot penetrate that. Yeah, he takes a couple good shots. Yeah, he gets hit twice from far away, very far away. Um, and it's difficult to for them to come up with a plan now. They're like, okay, she's got the high ground. She's got range on us, and it's the middle of the day in the desert. It's not like we're going to be able to hide. And we got this little bitty dune we can hide behind. We're not going to be able to sneak up on her. We're going nowhere. Right. We're going to hang out till tonight, and then we'll charge across under the cover of darkness. And while we're going across this wide, open space, we should Mm -hmm. be able to see speeders and hear speeders. Oh, yeah. We're going to shoot off some alternating flares to throw off her thermal imaging so that she can't hit us. Yeah. It's a good plan. Yeah. Solid. I mean, you go with what you got. 
Yeah. So they get up to her, and she manages to blow up one of the bikes. Yep. Like, destroyed. So they only have one bike now. But through it all, through all the chaos, they're able to capture her and cuff her, and they're getting ready to take her back. But at this point, one speeder bike is not enough to carry three people. Nope. And nobody wants to walk, and they don't want to drag her because she's worth more alive, maybe? I don't know. I think that was the point where she was worth more alive. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, the Mandalorian... Because he even says it. She's no good to us dead. Right. No good to me dead. Oh, yeah. The Mandalorian's like, all right, Toro, go get that do-back we saw back there. And he's like, no, I'm not doing that. Leave you with my bounty? Nah, not doing that. So, Mandalorian's like, fine, I'll go do it. Whatever. Let's go. And while he's gone, Finnick tries to appeal to Toro Mm -hmm. and convince him of one or two things. One, he's not in charge, the Mandalorian is, which of course plays into his pride. Oh, sure. He's like, you're wrong, sweetheart. He's like, I I hired this guy. He's he's my employee. He's working for me, and that's all that matters. I call the shots. I run this bitch. And she's like, well, there's not a lot of Mandalorians around. So I'm assuming that's the Mandalorian who shot up the guild on Navarro and escaped with a really high valuable target. Mm. So if you take down the Mandalorian, you are going to be a legend. And of course they're going to accept you into the guild. I'm small potatoes next to that dude. Why don't you let me go? We'll work together. Then I'll make my rendezvous and you can enter the guild as a legend. Seems like a good plan. It does. From his point of view, for sure. Sure. And he's like, you know what? You're smart. But if I uncuff you, I'd be dead in a second. So he shoots her. Shoots her dead. Gut shot right there. Whack. Because he I put, didn't expect that. I didn't either. I thought for sure he'd work with her or let her go or something. Yeah. But I think it just showed, it was trying to prove the f- fact that Toro was kind of ruthless and cold-blooded. Yeah. And maybe could hang with the Mandalorian. Sure. I would assume. So, but Toro's smart enough to figure out that the little baby Yoda is more than likely the target that the Mandalorian escaped with. Mm-hmm. So he is going to uh, go back to get baby Yoda and then use that as collateral and bait to get the Mandalorian to do what he wants. Yeah. I mean, it's, again, solid plan. Solid plan. So it takes a long time for the Mandalorian to get the do back. A long time. Takes a while. So when he And then he's gotta ride that slow thing all, yeah. all the way back. Yeah. And so on. So when they finally do get back to the hangar, Toro's there waiting with baby Yoda. Uh oh. Put down the weapons and nobody gets hurt. Nobody gets hurt. So at of course, the Mandalorian does that, but he has more than one trick up his sleeve. Because when Peli comes over to cuff him, she's like, you're smarter than you look. Oh. Which is, I don't think he looks unintelligent. I mean, he's got on a mask. How do we know? How do you know? That's hurtful, Peli. You're making assumptions about the Mandalorian, and none of us appreciate it. No, we don't. So, while he's being cuffed, though, he uses a flash grenade, because that's what they used against Finnick. So we know that it works. And this disorients and blinds uh, Toro. Yeah. And at that point, the Mandalorian is able to kill him easily. Handily takes him out. Yeah. Whack. And again, 
didn't expect that. I thought there'd be something, you know, perhaps a capture, perhaps a fight. Now he just takes him out. Yeah. There's no boom. Headshot done. Yeah. We don't have time for that. Yeah. We just need to kill the dude. We don't need to hear anything else to to say. And then baby Yoda goes flying, Mm -hmm. but then he comes walking out like, Hey, I'm still alive. I'm fine. Don't worry. And so the Mandalorian takes all of Toro's money and gives it to Peli. And it's quite a bit. He's like, it's a re square. Yeah. Will this cover me? Yeah. You're fine. Oh, you're fine. Whatever, whatever you need. I could buy you a whole new ship for this, but yeah, that's totally cool. We'll make it work. So he pays up, the ship gets repaired, and they leave Tatooine. Bye-bye. And that's it. But. 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 At the end of the episode. Oh, no. A mysterious figure walks up to the body of Finnick. With the spurs. With the jangling spurs. Jangling and jangling. With the spurs and <coughs> Western cough. Yeah. It inspects the body of Finnick. And there's a lot of speculation. People are speculating wildly about who this character is. Oh, I'm sure. Well, most people think it's Boba Fett. Because if you remember in the movies, whenever Boba Fett walked, you heard Spurs. Yeah. And the cape. Yeah. They're like, and his last one place is Tatooine. And they're like, Sarlacc couldn't kill Boba Fett, which is not true. Sarlacc could kill Boba Fett. But they're assuming that's Boba Fett, which would be life changing. Yeah. I don't think it is. I'd be shocked if it was Boba Fett. I feel like you can't have a show called The Mandalorian and then introduce a new Mandalorian character and then have Boba Fett show up. I just think that would steal all the thunder yeah. that Pedro Pascal is building up. I think that the I think that the folks that are conjecturing this uh, to their credit, I think it's an entirely plausible sure. thing, but from a writing standpoint, I just don't think it is. Yeah. It, it would overshadow. It would, like I say, it would completely overshadow. And if you're going to bring in Boba Fett, you don't bring him in season one. No, no, no. no. You got to, you got to work towards, you got to, you got to build up to that. Yeah. So who knows? Who knows who this character Maybe is? Maybe it's grief. It might be. We don't know. We know it's, we don't know anything. We're assuming it's an enemy of the Mandalorian yeah. at this point, but we really have no idea, which is exciting. I love meeting new characters, especially bad guys. I'm glad they're keeping a little bit of mystery sure. with this episode, because if they'd revealed all, I probably would have been disappointed if they'd have showed me a face. I'd be like, oh, that's not who I Yeah, it'd have been kind of a letdown, yeah. Let it, let it stew for, yeah. you know, maybe even a whole other episode. Yeah, you got a stew going. You know, got a stew going. You got a stew going. Maybe, uh, maybe just let it go until not even introduce him next. Like, wait till episode... Seven or eight. Yeah, totally. Totally. So I liked this episode. Um, I agree with you. It's a very much have gun, will we'll travel kind of vibe going on with the show, which is fine. You know, I like the little one shots and then the overarching story kind of in the background. I think that that's a cool way to do television. I think that's what makes television worthwhile is you can watch, you can like jump in the middle of a season and not feel totally lost because it's a self-contained episode, which I like about these Mandalorian episodes for sure. Most definitely. Do we miss anything before we wrap this up? Not really. I mean, not much happened. Yeah. It was very, this is a very straightforward story. I mean, it's just boom, boom, boom. It's, Plot, 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 plot. Bam, done. Yeah. So I think we hit everything. Nice. I don't think there's any deep, hidden... Meaning. Meaning to unpack here. I would agree. I would agree. 
So if you're still listening, uh, we would love for you to subscribe and leave our short review. It helps us out more than you know, especially, I mean, it doesn't take anything to hit the subscribe button, but we appreciate you guys taking with us and listening and the consistency that we will have going forward. If you don't follow us on Twitter, you can do that. My Twitter is at RealJDLee. I am at Seal Adams, and that's S-E-A-L-E-A-D-A-M-S. And you can always follow our network Twitter at RecapFM. No dot, just RecapFM. But if you want to check out our website, it's Recap.FM. We have a list of all of our shows that are currently running, all of our back episodes of podcasts and things like that. And also at the top, there's a red button that says subscribe, where you subscribe to our newsletter, which comes out every two weeks, information that we know you'll find useful. It's got original content, information about old episodes, new episodes, things coming up, giveaways, stuff that will not just totally destroy your inbox with stuff that you'll find important that we think that you will appreciate. So recap.fm, check out that website. So we've got a few episodes left this season. Yeah, we got a little bit left. Yeah, uh, three episodes. Uh, We just had episode five. So we've been enjoying it. We hope that you are as well. Um, We really hope that you stick with us and that you're enjoying the Star Wars vibe. We will be back next week with uh, episode six. Until then, may the Force be with you.